Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Brothers and sisters, let us acknowledge our sins, and so prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries. I confess to Almighty God, and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my mother's grievous fault. Therefore I ask, Blessed Mary, the Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life.
because that's pretty. O God, who in the abasement of your Son have raised up a fallen world, fill your faithful with holy joy. For on those you have rescued from slavery to sin, you bestow eternal gladness. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, for ever and ever. A reading from the prophet Ezekiel. The Spirit came into me and made me stand up. And I heard the Lord speaking to me. He said, Son of man, I am sending you to the Israelites, to the rebels who have turned against me. Till now they and their ancestors have been in revolt against me. The sons are defiant and obstinate. I am sending you to them to say, The Lord says this. Whether they listen or not, this set of rebels shall know there is a prophet among them. The word of the Lord.
A reading from the second letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. In view of the extraordinary nature of these revelations, to stop me from getting too proud, I was given a thorn in the flesh, an angel of Satan to beat me and stop me from getting too proud. About this thing I have pleaded with the Lord three times for it to leave me. But he has said, My grace is enough for you. My power is at its best in weakness. So I shall be very happy to make my weaknesses my special boast, so that the power of Christ may stay over me. And that is why I am quite confident, content with my weaknesses and with insults, hardships, persecutions, and the agonies I go through for Christ's sake. For it is when I am weak that I am strong. The Word of the Lord.
the Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus went to his hometown, and his disciples accompanied him. <coughs> with the coming of the Sabbath, he began teaching in the synagogue, and most of them were astonished when they heard him. They said, Where did the man get all this? What is this wisdom that has been granted him, and these miracles that are worked through him? This is the carpenter, surely, the son of Mary, the brother of James and Joseph and Jude and Simon. His sisters too, are they not here with us? And they would not accept him. And Jesus said to them, A prophet is only despised in his own country, among his own relations, and in his own house. And he could work no miracle there, though he cured a few sick people by laying his hands on them. He was amazed at their lack of faith. The Gospel of the Lord. Some Sunday Gospel scenes are hard to picture, but this is quite an easy one. The people of the small town of Nazareth have gathered on the Sabbath day in their place of prayer to listen to readings from the Bible and to some teaching based on those readings. The parallels of what we are doing here this morning don't need spelling out. But this gathering in Nazareth is not as ordinary as it first appears. The preacher is one of their own townsfolk. Indeed, he is closely related to many in the synagogue. Recently, he has gone away northeast up to the Lake of Galilee, where he has had strange experiences done and said extraordinary things, and just now returned with a string of disciples. Naturally, people want to see him, hear what he has to say, and even, they may hope, witness some of the amazing miracles they've heard rumours about. Mark, remarkably, tells us nothing of what Jesus taught in his home synagogue. Instead, he focuses on the reactions of the various people there. To begin with, Jesus' listeners seem to be impressed. They think of his wisdom and miracles, and they reflect on them as granted to him. That is a use of the passive that points to God as the one who grants, but who should not be named because of the reverence that is due to him. And at first they are astonished. The word Mark chooses suggests that they've lost their equilibrium. They're outside their comfort zone. Whatever Jesus is saying to them, it is disturbing. 
and when we are disturbed there are two ways to go. We can step out of our security into the unfamiliar and chaotic new place that we're being called to, or we can block our ears and refuse to listen anymore. We can step back into the comfortable order that is familiar to us, even if it's dead and slowly killing us. At least we know it. Mark has a word to describe exactly this reaction. Our translations say, they would not accept him. Mark's word is, they were scandalised, tripped over, knocked off their rails. To recover their old familiar world, they had to redefine Jesus. And so they decide he is nothing remarkable, just one of us. He has, or at least did have, an ordinary job. He was a tectone, not just a carpenter, but someone who makes things in different materials, stone mostly, but wood and other things too. But for himself, Jesus has a different name. He tells the congregation that he is a prophet, someone who is bringing to them a message from God that is the expression of God's own powerful spirit. Our first reading from Ezekiel tells us briefly and clearly what that means. Jesus' rejection by his own folk is a rejection that has amazing power. Mark tells us that he could work no miracles there. God's courtesy is so great that he forces nothing on us. He offers and waits for us willingly to receive. The last reaction in the Gospel that Mark describes is that of Jesus himself. He says that he was amazed at their lack of faith. St John, at the very beginning of his Gospel, also takes us into the heart of the mystery of our rejection of God's initiatives. He came to his own, and his own people did not accept him. But to those who did accept him, he gave power to become children of God. To those who believed in his name, who were born not from human stock or human desire or human will, but from God himself. What we have been hearing this morning should encourage us to open ourselves to Jesus and his message. It will disturb us, often perhaps because God comes to us in such ordinary everyday situations, such ordinary people. And so this morning we can return to receptivity with the words of our responsorial psalm. Have mercy on us, Lord, have mercy. 
we are filled with contempt. Indeed, all too full is our soul with the scorn of the rich and the proud man's disdain.
in a quiet moment of prayer, let us ask that we may be receptive to Jesus and his teaching whenever we encounter them. And we ask Mary, Mother of Jesus, to pray with us. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for our sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Heavenly Father, we ask that you accept these prayers we offer in the power of your Holy Spirit, through Christ our Lord. Pray, brethren, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God the Almighty Father. May this oblation dedicated to your name purify us, O Lord, and day by day bring our conduct closer to the life of heaven through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation always and everywhere to give you thanks. Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For by his birth he brought renewal to humanity's fallen state, and by his suffering cancelled out our sins. By his rising from the dead, 
he has opened the way to eternal life. And by ascending to you, O Father, he has unlocked the gates of heaven. And so, with the company of angels and saints, we sing the hymn of your praise, as without end we acclaim. You are indeed holy, O Lord, and all you have created rightly gives you praise. For through your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, by the power and working of the Holy Spirit, you give life to all things and make them holy. And you never cease to gather a people to yourself, so that from the rising of the sun to its setting, a pure sacrifice may be offered to your name. Therefore, O Lord, we humbly implore you, by the same Spirit, graciously make holy these gifts we have brought to you for consecration, that they may become the body and blood of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, at whose command we celebrate these mysteries. For on the night he was betrayed, he himself took bread, and giving you thanks, he said the blessing, broke the bread, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and giving you thanks, he said the blessing, and gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. Save us, Savior. 
Therefore, O Lord, as we celebrate the memorial of the saving passion of your Son, his wondrous resurrection and ascension into heaven, and as we look forward to his second coming, we offer you in thanksgiving this holy and living sacrifice. Look, we pray, upon the oblation of your Church, and recognizing the sacrificial victim by whose death you willed to reconcile us to yourself, grant that we who are nourished by the body and blood of your Son and filled with his Holy Spirit may become one body, one Spirit in Christ. May he make of us an eternal offering to you so that we may obtain an inheritance with your elect especially with the most blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with blessed Joseph, her spouse, with your blessed apostles and glorious martyrs, with St. Gregory the Great, and with all the saints, on whose constant intercession in your presence we rely for unfailing help. May the sacrifice of our reconciliation, we pray, O Lord, advance the peace and salvation of all the world, be pleased to confirm in faith and charity your pilgrim church on earth. With your servant Francis our Pope and Declan our Bishop, the order of bishops, all the clergy, and the entire people you have gained for your own. Listen graciously to the prayers of this family whom you have summoned before you. In your compassion, O merciful Father, Gather to yourself all your children scattered throughout the world. To our departed brothers and sisters, and to all who were pleasing to you at their passing from this life, give kind admittance to your kingdom. There we hope to enjoy forever the fullness of your glory, through Christ our Lord, through whom you bestow on the world all that is good. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. At the Saviour's command, and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ.
Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those who are called for the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. The body of Christ. Amen. The blood of Christ. Let us pray. Grant, we pray, O Lord, that having been replenished by such great gifts, we may gain the prize of salvation and never cease to praise you through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Let us go in the peace of Christ.